0: You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network.
1: Hi, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. We have a really interesting episode 385 of Geeky Show Ever coming up. We're going to be doing something we've never done before. <laughs>
0: I'm scared. Hold me. <laughs> you sh- you sh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, <laughs> We are going to be talking about 1Password8, and we're going to be
0: <laughs> learning as we talk. We tried so hard to like flesh this out before we started recording, and we kept saying... We should put that on the podcast. We should we should talk about that on the podcast. And we're like, all right, we just got to stop talking about it. and Just just do it. Just do the thing. So we're not... This is not going to be very polished. <laughs> That's what makes me scared. I usually like to have my, my ducks in a row. I usually like to have my notes, like, ready to go. But I'm just, like, my brain's all over the place. Because 1Password 8 recently came out. And I upgraded it on my... Did you, did you do it on iOS and iPadOS yet? Not
1: yet. In fact, I just, you know... You know, just putting it totally out there, I just upgraded on my
0: Mac yesterday. You're fresh, you're shiny, so I really haven't had much of a chance to use it. Right. Well, that's what's going to make this interesting because you have One Password eight installed on your Mac. I do not. I have One Password seven still, and I have One Password installed on my iOS and iPadOS devices, but you mm-hmm. do not yet. Right. And we've already found a couple of gotchas. Yeah. Gotchas or like things to be aware things. of. Yeah. And some stuff that we're still kind of confused about. Yeah. So if we're confused and we're geeks, <laughs> there's no hope for you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, okay, one of two things is going to happen. We're either going to be less confused by the end of this or we're going to be more confused. <laughs> I so, got the ladder. So so, hang out with us while we try to get <laughs> be confused with us. Confused. <laughs> Come along for the ride. Yeah, yeah,
1: I was gonna say, jump on the train. Oh, it's crazy. Well, camp. one thing that Melissa that you noticed uh, right away is if you have a Dropbox. Yeah, that's a gotcha. for your backup. You, it will it will transfer over your vault will transfer over in One Password eight
0: but if you have people connected to it that breaks right so let's give them our example so Elisa and I have because you know for testing purposes because we're all about quality control here we had created each of us had created well I guess one of I created it but yeah. yeah I created, you created a it Dropbox yeah I created a vault in One Password this is back in the six seven you know we've been using One Password for a long time. I created a vault, but I synced it using Dropbox, and then I invited Elisa to it. So then that way, like our WordPress login, you know, all the stuff that we use for the podcast for publishing and producing, Elisa and I can share. You know, so you you take this example and you apply it to your own life, dear listener, and see how this may or may not break or work better for you, depending on your situation. But suffice it to say, we had a shared vault, that was using Dropbox as the intermediary. There's like the cloud support where it was syncing. So if I put a note in there, Elisa got it. If I said, hey, you know, she would see it. If she went into the hey note and changed it, I would see it. It would sync, right? When Elisa upgraded to 1Password 8, the vault came with it. The Geeky Show Ever vault came with it. But then it but just But Melissa became, didn't. Yeah. But I didn't. It just, it cut me off. <laughs> it cut me off and said, no more soup for you. Because and... <laughs> Melissa is
1: not part of my family.
0: <laughs> 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 I, I need to be adopted. So w- that stands
1: to reason that when Melissa does upgrade to 1Password 8, she will also get her copy of the Geekiest Show Ever Vault, but not synced
0: with me. Right. It will be broken. So I could, you know, make a change to a note or add a new password or something, and then Elisa wouldn't get it. And that, that stinks, right? Because what if it wasn't a podcast? What if it was like you were volunteering at your kid's school? Because that's another use case scenario that I have for this particular situation where, you know, not everybody wants to buy one password. And I hate, I hate being put into that situation or that where i'd have to like sell (laughs) i don't want to have to sell it like i i love one password and and i do i do convince people to get it i have convinced enough people i should get a commission hello but uh i don't want to i don't want to try to have to sell it to like teachers and you know people who are already having a tough time so as it is i don't want to say hey in order to collaborate you got to go and pay out you know the subscription fee because that's that's just frustrating Oh, so that's one use case scenario where if you're volunteering, or you're so I guess what they really want you to do is they really want you to buy a business plan if you're going to do that kind of stuff. Like, you know, say I'm working on a project with a client, I'm like small, you know, small business owner, I'm not like a huge corporation or anything. I don't have a bunch of employees. But I do have needs sometimes where I'm working on, say, a web project or something with a client, I'd really like to be able to make a vault or like my husband, you know, we have a situation we talked about this last time we, we talked about, which is kind of what led us into this. That was kind of the teaser last time we were talking about using all these different tools to help manage our healthcare needs and our family's healthcare needs. And one of the things we mentioned last time was about creating a shared vault for a parent where you your husband the siblings you know are all helping out While well, we decided to go down that path we I created a vault for this one particular parent and so it was shared between my husband and I similar like you have Alisa, you have a shared vault that you created between your husband and you I have one that I created between my husband and me that's just called family but the kids aren't invited because they're they're little kids you know I don't want them like deleting a password without asking or you know by accident or something they're they're not old enough I don't think yet to manage all that stuff. So when they get old, when they get of age, then we'll invite them in to see all that stuff. When when we start getting older and needing help, then all that stuff will be, you know, kind of set up for them. But that's what we decided to do was create a vault for that parent. It was already shared because I created the vault in our family account, our one passwords for family account. And then even though we have this other family member, they don't live with us, they're not on our family account, but they have their own individual account. I was able to invite that family member and share this vault as a guest. So that's the other tricky part is like learning what all the vocabulary terms are. So there's one password for individual um, subscription. There's a one password for family subscription, which Elise and I both have. And then there's guests versus family members. So, And speaking of guests, I just invited you. Oh, did you? So I will go check my email. So check so that. That's what we're trying to do now is basically, how do we take, we, we have this need, Elise and I, to share a vault and that need has been um, changed. Well, the need hasn't been changed. The need is still there, but the way that we were sharing it has changed because 1Password 8 doesn't support Dropbox anymore. So now we have to find a replacement for that. And we think, this is our experiment live on the air, we think that the way to do that is Elisa's going to invite me as a guest to her family. So Elisa is the owner, she's the creator of the vault. I mean, really, I created it a while ago, doesn't matter, but, but just for technicality's sake, I had created this vault, shared it with her through Dropbox, so we each had a copy. Her copy kind of got absorbed into 1Password 8 as one of her vaults. She's now going to invite me. So we're going to like, try, take turns. I invited the first time. Now, Elisa's going to invite me. Instead of Dropbox, we're going to use 1Password to do the syncing and sharing. So she's invited me. I received an email. I'm going to click Join now. It says you've been invited to join Elisa's family on, one, on 1Password.
1: And you are allowed to invite five people as guests, up to five people. Right. So after this, and- you're only going to have four guest passes left.
0: And I'm going to join Alisa's. So now I have to create an account to get started. And it's asking me for my name. So I guess I'm just going to type in my first and last name. But I I could put the Mac Mommy. Maybe that's what I'll do, just to make it interesting. I'm going to give it, instead of my first and last name, I'm going to use the Mac Mommy. I'm not going to check emails because I already get all that stuff. And I'm going to click Next. Oh, so now I've got to create, okay, set your account password. Try to make your password a unique phrase that you remember. Use at least 10 characters, yada, yada, yada. So I have to create a password for this, you know, this, this thing that I'm joining. So I'm going to go into my 1Password 7, and I'm going to go and create a new login, and I'm going to call it um, Elisa's 1Password.
1: So this is basically a 1Password within a
0: 1Password for you. Yeah, it looks like it. So I'm making right now, sorry about the the heavy-handed typing. I'm sorry if I'm making a lot of noise. Um, I'm going to create a new login. I'm going to call Elisa's 1Password family. My username is the Mac mommy. I'm going to generate a password. Good. And I'm going to save it. I'm going to, in the URL, I'm going to put onepassword.com so that I get the cute little... little icon. Okay, so now I have a password. I'm going to copy that. I'm going to paste it and paste it in in both fields. Confirm it. Click Next. Creating your account. Okay. Uh, Add this account to 1Password. Now see, this is where we talked about this before. I do things a little backwards. I always enter the stuff in 1Password first. But now it's telling me I could just add it. So I could have just, you know, used the generated password that, that popped up, and done it the way that they want to walk you through it. But I like to be different, (laughs) difficult. (laughs) So I'm going to say, let's see, it says add account. You're signed into a 1Password account in Safari. Would you like to add this account to 1Password for Mac? I'm going to add it just to see how they do it. Maybe they'll have a different URL or something. Then it says save your emergency kit. If you get locked out of your account, you will need your emergency kit to sign in download your emergency kit PDF and keep it somewhere safe. It contains your secret key. So I'm going to download the PDF. I'm going to click allow. This is scary. This is like creating a whole other account and I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. So now I'm going to open my downloads and I'm going to go get it. Cause then the, the first thing that I do immediately is I'm going to take that secret key that showed up. Now it has, it has my email address I'm gonna highlight that secret key and I'm gonna go immediately to where I made that entry before in 1Password and I'm gonna put it in there. I'm gonna call it account details for the, for the section. And this is called secret key and I'm gonna make it a password field and I'm gonna paste that in there. And now I'll have that so I can copy and paste. It. So I don't have to go hunting for the PDF each and every time. Okay. Now I go to Safari and I see shared vaults. It says you don't have access to any vaults yet. When you, when they do, when you do, they'll appear here. And then over on the right-hand side, it says the Mac Mommy. I'm glad I did that because this would be really confusing if I'd used my name because then it would look... I don't know if I'd be able to tell the difference. It says welcome. It says home. It says Elisa Pacelli's the name of her one password vault. Okay. So okay. I think what needs to happen now, Elisa, you need to go into now your- Now I have to go on my side. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have to go to where it says
1: invitations. It says waiting to be confirmed, the Mac mommy, and it's got your email address. So I'm going to click
0: confirm. Now, question. And it's... Are you doing this in the browser or are you doing I'm in doing this in date? the browser. Okay. I'm in the browser. Could you do it in 1Password 8? Because with 7, I don't think you can do this kind no, of management. not that I can see. Okay, so that has not changed then, it looks like. So this kind okay. of level management where you're managing vaults has to be done on the 1Password.com website in a browser. Okay, and it
1: says, waiting to be confirmed, zero. New family members need to be confirmed before they can access shared vaults. We'll send you an email if anyone is awaiting confirmation. Now, I have my email off, so I don't... I, I closed my, my, uh, so I reloaded,
0: app. I reloaded my browser. I, I pressed refresh. Okay. R- command R. So now
1: it, yeah. So now it shows under people, it shows me, my son, my husband, and
0: the Mac mommy. Now it says your session ended when you reloaded or closed the page. So it like logged me out of one password. Mm-hmm. And now it's presenting me with, it says sign in to Elisa Paselli's family. That's, that's your th- thing that you invited me to. And it has my email address. And it has the first couple digits of my secret key. There's a little there's a little um, chevron that you can click on a little drop down when I click that it says new user for Elisa. And I don't know if I want to do that. And then it takes me to sign in. So I'm going to go back a page because I think it's presenting me with, you know, it just has a password field. So I'm going to go back into my one password seven. And I'm gonna copy that password that I created when I, when I accepted her invitation. And I'm gonna paste it in there. And I'm gonna click sign in. And, and before I do that, um, below it, it does say choose a different family account. And then it has my family account listed below there. So I signed back in and it still says shared vaults. You don't have any access to any shared vaults yet. When you do, they'll appear here. So, But you already approved my invitation. Now I think you have to go into that vault and share it. Like, you invited me. That's one step. But it's that's the problem. All right, let me try this. But now that I've been invited and I've accepted okay, the invitation, me, you've approved my invitation. I'm now considered a guest on right, your family so plan. Yes.
1: Yeah, so and now I have to share Geekiest Show yep. Ever. Mm-hmm.
0: And so you can I add just, me to that.
1: Yep. So hit share. And you are now on. as a, And it shows on my page it shows vault details it shows me and then it shows the mac mommy guest view and edit yep and so, boom i'm in so now i see you yep. can show over six items so depending on our relationship and what we expect of each other i can if if i only want her to look at it i can delete the allow editing and just view but i have she can look at it and melissa can
0: edit So which means if I put in a note, she can delete the note. And so, and I'm just looking, I'm viewing this on the web browser and I'm using Safari. Elise is using Chrome. So there's a differences there. Um, I can see all of the items. If I go back, like if I click on the little one password icon in the corner, that's all I see. I don't see Elise's family. I don't see like anything in her family. That's the only thing that I can see. Right, because I did box. not
1: give you permission to see anything else. Now, when I look at the 1Password app on my Mac, yep. it now shows Geeky Show Ever, EP for me, and then T for you, for the Mac mommy.
0: And when I look in 1Password, in 1Password 7, on my left sidebar, I now have your family, um, your group, and I, all I see is Geeky Show Ever is just one mm-hmm. vault. So I still have my Dropbox because I'm on version seven. So there's the gotcha. I think what you need to do is if you are in a situation like that where you're a school volunteer or a podcaster or something where, you know, you this is not a business situation. This is like a, you know, hobby or, you know, a collaborative thing that you're working on that meets this kind of requirement you're sharing passwords between you and someone else and they also they also have to have one password they have to have uh, it sounds like they probably have to have either an individual plan like they have to be paying for it they have to have a subscription i don't know how in the world this would translate to people who are still using the standalone which but i think would be version six i don't remember if you could still do versions i don't think so because remember when we when we decided to bite it and just upgrade to the subscription service, like yeah, you and that I were, was last year. Yeah, we did that last year. We right were like November, holding on so. to yeah. the standalone version, like with a death grip. So I don't. So I think people using six and under, I don't know how this would translate. Hmm. So so if I just say our, our this is our use case scenario, this is how we're using it, and this is how we've decided to now share a vault. So now that I've seen this in action. When I go to upgrade to version 8, that, that Kiki Ever Vault that we shared will come with me. I'll probably still have – I mean, I could, I could just go ahead and disconnect the Dropbox Vault. I could just, you know, delete that and unsync it because I now have everything that was in there in this, in this vault.
1: Right, so, because you yeah. will get it, but you and I will not be connected. Once you upgrade to eight, except for this one, since I invited you, the original, the original one that was connected to Dropbox, you will get your side, I will get my side, but we will
0: not be connected that way. Yeah. So I think that's what people are going to have to do if they are previously sharing. If they're previously sharing a vault through Dropbox, one of one of the people who's sharing it needs to do the upgrade and make it a vault in their family plan or their individual plan, depending on how individuals can share stuff. I I think that there's a guest allotment in the individual plan, but whoever is, you're collaborating between two people. One One of the people should do the upgrade, have it migrate, and then invite the other person. And then when the other person goes to upgrade, then they can get rid of the Dropbox one and have that separate. So instead of it saying, Dropbox, it'll say Elisa Paselli's family. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think I just found something else.
1: Before we hit the record button, we were talking about 1Password for Safari. Yeah. When you upgrade to 8, you go to the 1Password site to get the browser extension for Chrome, but not for Safari. Yeah. So you go into Safari and you click on the Safari extensions and then it brings you to the Mac App Store and you click on that but nothing happened. Well, I just went into my applications folder and I found one password for Safari. Oh yeah. So I am going to double click that and oh, yep, it brings me nope, it brings me to the same thing we had before. It brings you just to this little pop up. It says start using one password yep. in Safari. Open Safari Preferences, turn on 1Password for Safari in Extensions. If you see another 1Password extension, turn it off. Click Always Allow on every website, and now it's ready for use. You can close this window. Okay, so I'm closing the window. I open up Safari. I go to Safari, Preferences, Extensions, and it's not there.
0: Yeah, I think we can't do this while we're podcasting obviously, but it would be interesting if after you reboot cuz that's what you told us last time, whenever you're having a problem, try turning it off and turning it back on again. We'll see if see if that fixes that. So that's going to have to be a we'll have to figure that out later. But that's just that's really frustrating that it doesn't Yeah, cuz when up. when I when I click at the bottom of the window
1: it says more extensions, it brings me to the Mac App Store with Safari extensions and it says one password for Safari open as opposed to get or download. Right. So uh, now w- we kind of have differing feelings about this. It, the it's For me, it's not a hill to die on because... Well, and you use Chrome. Is, <laughs> right. But first of all, I use Chrome. And second, and what, it's interesting because I use Chrome on the Mac, but I don't use Chrome on iOS. I use Safari on iOS. Mm, okay. uh, but with Safari on the Mac, you can just use the 1Password extension in your menu bar. So it's not like I am totally without. And re- I, I'm just not a fan of Safari on the Mac. The only time I use it, if, 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 if I'm having a problem with a particular website on Chrome, I'll try it in Safari to see is it Chrome
0: or is it the website? Right. That's right. giving me the problem. When I, and I'm the reverse. That's the only time I use Chrome. <laughs> Is it, is it a browser issue? Then I open up Chrome. I usually go to Firefox first. Firefox is my, my second favorite.
1: That's what I used to use. Mm-hmm. And then
0: I started switching over
1: to Chrome. But one other thing to, re- to to keep in mind, and it probably won't affect too many people, but when you upgrade 1Password, you can't open up a previous version to like compare and contrast. Right, right. So if I'm looking at my application folder, it has 1Password, one 1Password6, one zip, and 1Password7, zip. Mm-hmm. And there was no way I was going to open that to try to compare and contrast seven and eight, and then I, I just think it's just going to be a world of hurt. Yes, totally. So I've just yeah. left
0: it alone. I'm glad that they did that because back in the days of like five and earlier, whenever there was a new version, you had to figure that out on your own. Like, wait a minute, because I'd go, I'd go and work with a client. I'd go to their home and I'd sit down at their computer, and I would notice the discrepancy. Like they're using, they're using the wrong version. <laughs> And then they're wondering why they're having all these problems like, oh, well, you know, a couple of weeks ago when I was here, we upgraded you. But now you're you're using the old version again because something opened up and it automatically opened up. And so that's what I would have to do manually is I have to take the old version and zip it just so that, you know, we didn't want to delete it just in case. Just in case there was something there that didn't migrate over so that we could always go back and troubleshoot later then I would zip it manually. Now they're doing that process for you, which is which is nice. So I mean, I was trepidatious about the whole losing the Dropbox thing. You know, right away I'm like, oh, don't take away my drop. You yeah. know, like I like I've used it for months. You know what I mean? It's like, but it's it's something that changed. And the older I get, the yeah. less I like that kind of stuff. Uh, one but thing I think I'm we okay should, with it now.
1: Yeah, I think it. one thing we should mention because sometimes when you know we're telling you, well. I have to invite Melissa, and then Melissa has to respond, and then I have to click on it. Where do we find all this? If you look at the web browser of 1Password, on the right-hand side, right now it says my name at the top, and it says, good afternoon, a little hello, you know, a little waving at me. Then it says Elisa Paselli's family, and underneath that it has people, invitations, vaults, integrations, billing, and setting. So if I click on the people, it, before Melissa joined, it showed me, my husband, and my son. If I click on invitations, it's invite by email, waiting to be confirmed, and pending invitations. And invitations expire after five days. So if the person doesn't respond, get a hold of them, tell them to respond, and you will resend the invitation. So if I wanted to invite somebody else, I would click on invite by email and go through the same process again. Then once you know that person says, hey, I responded, I can look at waiting to be confirmed, that box, click on that box except except that they have accepted their invitation. And then you've got the vaults. So it shows my three particular vaults over and above your private vault. I have one with me and my husband. I have one with me and my husband and my son. And then I have one that says geekiest show ever. And it shows you when it was created, when it was last updated and how many items are in each vault.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to be managed. I mean... This isn't for wusses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: In fact, then it's got the billing. So it shows your subscription is active. I'm on the family plan, when I'm going to be billed, and it shows my credit card on file and how much it's going to cost and if I have any gift cards or if I want to change my credit card or change my my billing address and et cetera, et cetera. So that's all your billing information.
0: Oh, interesting. So now when I go to, so I was going to go back to my admin panel. So I opened up a new a new tab because I wanted to see if I could have my geekiest show ever logged in with your family account in one tab and then my family account in a second tab. And so I opened up a new tab, went to onepassword.com. Now it says choose an account. So I imagine this is what it would look like if someone had an individual account, like say my family member that I invited, this is probably what it looks like on their end. So now I'm going to click my family instead of yours. Cause I already have you open in, in another tab and I'm going to sign in. Did yep. you use okay. the
1: same email address? I did. That's probably why. If you used a different email address for me versus your family, you probably would have been open up because you would have been two, considered two different people.
0: I don't know if that matters or not. I mean, it, because I used a different – so my username – that I logged in with is the Mac Mommy. It's not, well, no, I guess it's I guess it's But it's address. the same.
1: So if you use for your family, Melissa at Melissa.com, but you use, um, you know, geek at Melissa.com, those mm-hmm. are two different email addresses. Right. I have two different so
0: passwords. I, so I, I, would I just th- have two different logins.
1: Yeah, so I would think, though, that because you use the same email address, they consider you the same person. If you'd use two different email addresses, you would have been able to do a side-by-side
0: I can do it because side by side. I am able to do it. I'm able. I'm able to look at both. You know, I I, I have two tabs open and I can switch between the two. So oh, if okay. I were I were managing things, so it works. It works the way I. Expected oh,
1: okay. It to. Okay. I, okay. I thought I thought you had just you could all, you had to choose one.
0: No, it's just that on the next login page when I went to log back into my family account, it now gives you a choice between which makes sense. I mean, it's now like um, you know, how, do you have multiple Google or Gmail accounts? No, you can have so for people who do like I have a bunch, um, you can sign in with multiple email addresses. Like I can be signed into my Gmail account and then I can sign into each one of my kids school Gmail accounts and I can switch between the three of them. So you can have one sign in and then you can add those accounts to that one that one sign in. It's still not the okay. same thing as a single sign on, but it's a single browser. So you can have multiple accounts in one browser. That's that's the way to explain that. So I guess the thing that I'm most unsure about still is the browser plugin for Safari. I'm not, you know, it's it's pretty straightforward with Chrome, but in Safari, what I don't understand what's going to happen is I have two plugins. The one that you were talking about earlier is called One Password for Safari, and it's version two point three point seven. That's the one that you were that you downloaded from and installed from the Mac App Store. That's also the one that gets horrible reviews. And Correct. just like pre-show, we were t- we were looking at this like, okay, how are we going to talk about the plugin? Well, if you go to the Mac App Store and you look at that plugin for Safari, I, I keep saying plugin. What I mean to say is extension. I guess this, I'm showing my age. The extension for Safari. It gets horrible reviews, even if you sort it by the most recent. I mean, the most recent reviews. And they updated it two months ago. So I don't know if it broke within that time. But I have that one installed. But then I also have another extension, and it's just simply called 1Password. The version is 7.9.6, and it says it's from 1Password 7. This is the extension that comes with 1Password 7, the app on the Mac. And it's just kept up to date with whatever the updates are for the for the app. That's the one that I keep enabled. When I tried to enable the other one, the one that's for Safari that came from the Mac App Store, I agree with the reviewers. I don't like it. The reason first reason I don't like it is because now remember, these are not this is not one password mini. This is the one password browser extension. It sits up there next to the URL search bar, that search field you can move it to the left or to the right of it, but it sits up there in the toolbar in the browser. The reason why these extensions are important is because, like we were talking about earlier, I could volunteer at the school and they could either give me a Chromebook or they could give me a Mac laptop. It wouldn't matter. I could go into the browser for that laptop. I don't have to have the app for one password installed because I wouldn't want to do that. If I'm just borrowing it, All I would need to do is go and install the extension, whether it be from the Mac App Store or from from the Chrome Store. I install the extension into that browser for that laptop that I'm borrowing at the time, and I can log in with my 1Password credentials and do volunteer work, you know, and and navigate websites and, and do what I need to do. And then when I'm done with that laptop, I can sign out and hand it back, and none of my information gets exposed. That's why that's the importance of using the extension in a browser versus the One Password for a Mini is is what it says it is. It's a miniature version of OnePassword. You have to have the OnePassword app installed. So that's really only gotta be on a computer that you own. You know, if you were borrowing a computer for a long-term project, then you might want to install the app and then just uninstall it when you're done. But it's a it's a heavier duty, it's a it's a heavy lifting kind of a thing, you know? You would install the application versus just the extension in a browser. It's not, you know, it's more portable if you're just using the extension. So that's where I'm at with these extensions. So I have two. I have the one that you install from the Mac App Store, and then they have the other one that comes with one Password Seven. That's the one that I prefer. The one that I, that's from the Mac App Store, I don't like it because you can't resize. When you click on it, you can't resize the window, and there's just it feels like it's just missing a lot of functionality that's in the other extension. So I have that one disabled, and that's the one that's at least that at least is struggling to try to even get installed so she can evaluate it. So she, that's another that's another point against it. I mean, you can't even get it working. So what does that tell you? So I'm probably just going to un- uninstall that one. My question though is. When I go to version eight, it doesn't sound like there's like what happened to the browser extension because with seven, it just came with it and it just got installed and you can enable it or just enable it if you, if you decided to use it that way. But it sounds like when you installed it, Elisa, when you open up Safari, there's no browser. There's, there's nothing here. Nope, there's nothing here. What happened? So next question, what happened in Chrome when you installed 8? What happened to your Chrome extension? Did you have to do anything or that's just an independently updated piece of software? No, I did have to download it,
1: but there's something, it looks like a little puzzle piece. Yes. So you click on that and it shows you, oops, go back. It shows you all the different extensions and there's a little, what looks like a little um, push pin. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to turn it on. It'll, it'll just automatically be off for whatever reason. So you just
0: turn it on. And that pins and, it so that you can always get to it. So you don't have to click the puzzle piece each time.
1: Right. And then like, like I'm looking at 1Password and there's three little dots that say more actions. And then I can just look right through it. It says settings, lock, save login, help, check for updates, remove from Chrome, manage the extension. So I can get rid of it right from this little extension puzzle piece. Yeah, so I have I've had no problem whatsoever. And that's the one that I normally use is that little extension. I click on it right now. And it's showing because I'm on the one password page in the browser, it is showing all the various people, not you, it's just showing my husband, mine and my son's logins. So if I wanted to, I could log into their one password.
0: Hmm. Interesting. And
1: then it also shows the secret key, which is nice.
0: So when I look at, okay, so I can switch between the two, the two families. So I have, I can navigate all the way in the upper corner. If I'm looking at the extension for Safari that comes with 1Password 7, now I'm going to switch back to Chrome and click on the extension now, okay, I can see my family and I can see your family. Okay. When I, when I look at, it says all vaults and it has a little key icon. And when I look at yours, it says all vaults and it has like a little picture of a family. When I click on that, it just says, let's see, all items. Yeah, it, it only shows me. So that works. It only shows me what we're sharing. So I can navigate between the two different family counts right within the Chrome extension, browser extension, right from that little that little shortcut there. So that's cool. So, so far, so good. I think the only question I still have looming yet is what's going to happen to the built-in browser that came with the older version, what's going to happen with the new version. That's a big question mark. I'm not sure about that. And for you, like you said, I mean, you know, it's not a huge priority, but later on when you do a restart, it'd be interesting to see if you could get that Safari extension Mm -hmm. to show up. But again, it's not going to matter because it sucks. So (laughs) not going to use it anyway. I'm just going to keep it disabled because I I just I don't like it.
1: This is interesting. But maybe this was here before and I never noticed. That's always a possibility. But I'm looking. We had just, you know, each posted a couple of notes just to test and make sure that prior to Melissa joining my family, if we could see each, you know, what the other person put in. And all right, Melissa wrote a note and it says last modified by the Mac mommy. Mm -hmm. And then the one that I wrote said last modified, it says by you, meaning Mm -hmm. me. So especially if you have more than two people, you can tell if there's
0: a note going on, you can see who made the last change. Okay, do that again. So go ahead and click on that note that I sent you. It says, hey, Lisa, what's today's date? Go ahead and edit it and, and add something to it, like press return and type something on the next line. Yeah. So let's try this thing out. And I'll just say, um, I'm staring at it as you're doing this. And it shows me the last modified and created. Now, I'm looking at 1Password 7, the app, the Mac app. Okay, I just saw it It says we're recording now. Mm -hmm. And then it changed last modified. It says by you, meaning me. Yeah, see, in 1Password 7, it just says last modified. It doesn't say by who. Yeah, this one says me at 3.32 p.m. And that's in 1Password 8 or the browser? This is in the browser. Let okay. me do it in the... Yeah, check, check the, uh, the app and see, because that's okay.
1: kind of handy. The app, yeah, in the app, it does not. It, does, okay. it did update to say we're recording now, and it, does, it did update to say modified at 3.32, but it does
0: not say me or you. Okay, yeah, and see, I can see it in the browser, too, in Safari. So that's interesting. That's interesting. So I guess what we're exploring now is the discrepancies between what features are available in the browser, such as, for example, you can see who modified the entry. Um, that's but not that's only that's for present.
1: a note. That's only for a note. Really? Yeah. It, now I'm looking at our email. Now you made a listing for an email account. Oh, wait a minute. Excuse me. I am wrong.
0: Yeah, I, email, yeah, I email account, yeah, email email account. Yeah, email
1: account shows by me. I must have done something. Then the Twitter. Okay, here we are. The Twitter. It says by me, last modified by me, because I think I did that
0: login. And then, right, I just typed something in the Twitter note. I just put Melissa test mod. Yeah, so it does. It does everything.
1: Okay. Yes, it does. Yep, it just shows last modified by the Mac
0: Mommy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. Every time I refresh the browser, I have to re log back in again, which I guess is probably fine, but which, you know, it's a good security
1: measure. So here's something else that's, that's, um, that you're going to get in the app. On your, uh, okay. I do so see it now. On Twitter, history. it says right at the top of the Twitter login, it says two factor authentication available. Mm-hmm. I can either scan the QR code or I can ignore it. So they're just assuming that we don't have two factor if we're using a different type, if we're using, um, you know, the six digit code that they might send or if we're using another app.
0: So that's still available in one password for seven, though that's not a new feature to eight, right? But this is showing up in the app, but it's not showing
1: up in the browser. Oh, it's not okay. telling me. Right, in the, okay. It's not telling me on the website mm-hmm. that we could be doing two-factor authentication, but it is telling
0: me in the app that we can. Okay, so that's another discrepancy between the app and the browser. And then the first, the first and biggest was management of the vaults. You can only seem to do that. I could be wrong about that, but I don't know that you can manage vault access. Oh wait, yes you can. Hold on. Okay, so I just went to my family member's vault that we're sharing and I right clicked on it. This is in 1Password7 in the left sidebar. I selected a vault, I right clicked on it. And then one of the options is manage access, loading vault information. Oh yeah, you can, I didn't think you could. That's interesting. You can mark something, you can take the whole vault, you can mark it as safe for travel, removed for travel. Yeah. And then you can check off the individual people. And now I see my other family member that we invited to it. So you can manage it. Okay, I didn't think you could do that in the app. So I expect to see that in 1Password 8 as well. What about things like billing and stuff like that, though? Where, did, where is that located in the app? That is on the website. Okay. So you have to manage that. So like when you want to resubscribe or Mm -hmm. re-up for another year or something like that. So there's a question. Um, Let's see. I don't remember if we are – if we were at the the year or not. But under billing, I wanted to use a coupon and I wonder if I can do that. Yes, you can. Um, Like Rakuten's offering cash back right now, for example. Right. Yeah, because I'm going to renew – On November second, so I have a couple more months, and then I'll renew. Yeah, mine's November. Yep, mine's November third for the renewal. So, how do Mm -hmm. I? How do I do that? I wonder. I'm
1: guessing. That's. I was thinking about that too because they're offering like 25 or 27 Mm percent. They're offering something great. I'm. I'm wondering if we just click on. Actually, what the heck? Let me do it now. Even I'm not going to renew, but let me see what happens. I'm going to click on it now. Activate 27.5 cash back. Okay, so I'm clicking on it. It says cash back activated. I'm doing the same thing. (laughs) And if it brings me to the billing page.
0: uh, Yeah, see. Okay, now I have to sign in. Sign in. I'm signing in. Yep, so am I. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want there to be too much dead air where I look at this. And now now what do I do? (laughs) I just go to billing, I guess. Yeah, which I'm... Just says your subscription is active. You're on the family's plan. Billed annually on November 2nd. Yeah, see, now I don't
1: see why not. I don't see why we wouldn't just... You can redeem a gift card. Yeah, I don't see... Well, my guess is that we just
0: do what we just did. have them billing settings yeah i clicked on that i clicked on billing settings and then all it is is you can change the billing cycle to build monthly yeah but i don't want to do that i want i want to build annually yeah see it's too bad there's no way to be able to say go ahead and bill me now yeah it's like you're locked in you're locked into that Mm. price Forever. <laughs> Unless yeah. you unsubscribe and freeze everything, which I don't know if I want to do that. It says, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, it says unsubscribe. When your billing period expires, your account will be frozen. But then, I, you can, I, but then you can reactivate your subscription. Reactivate your subscription at any time to unfreeze your account. If you started your subscription on onepassword.com, you would sign into it, click billing on the sidebar, and click subscribe. If you start your subscription using in-app purchase, then it gives instructions for how to do that, which I believe we did it on the OnePassword.com. Learn how to manage your subscription, subscription billing. Yeah, I, I, that's a big question that I have: is if we wanna we wanna stay subscribed annually, but when there's a you know a sale price, I wanna be able to get it at the sale price. I want to mm-hmm. renew, but I want to renew it with the, the sale that's, because like, you know, there's different places, like different things that we subscribe to, um, different groups that you might be joined to, and they offer a discount. Well, I'd want to be able to utilize that discount as a member.
1: Right. But see, something like um, and Disney get the Plus, so cash back. <laughs> yeah, but say something like Disney, Disney Plus, it, you, that's easy enough to say cancel, yeah. and then maybe the next day renew. Yeah, this is not something I want This is not something yeah. I want to screw around with. Right. So that's a big And question. it's possible, a lot of times what will happen is with Rakuten, I'll go through something, you know, I'll click it, and I'll make the purchase of whatever it is, and then it comes back. I, I'm like, where's my money? And then when I get in touch with them, they say, oh, that was only for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't buy subsequent, you know, purchases. It's only for the first time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it, that's something that could be happening with this, too, is that if, if we were brand new to 1Password, yeah, you could get that 27.5% off. But if you're renewing, sorry. I thought
0: that we had tried this when we did subscribe to the family plan. Maybe we did get it. We got 10 months free.
1: Oh, right. They were the doing something. Yeah, they were doing, I don't remember exactly what those, the particulars were, but we ended up getting that trial Mm-hmm. For 10 months, I think it was 10 months. Mm-hmm. It was a long period of time. I mean, it was a very, very generous amount of time. And that at which point you could either go back to using your individual plan or you could get billed. And we both chose to get billed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to reach I mean, out it, to somebody about that. Yeah, yeah I was going to
1: say, <laughs> it wouldn't hurt to, to email them and ask. The right. worst
0: thing that would happen is they say, sorry. Like I want to remain a subscriber, but yeah. a discount would be really helpful because yeah. we're a family. <laughs> yeah. Help a fellow geek
1: out, you, yeah. know, but,
0: you yeah.
1: know, whatever. Okay. So yeah, so so that's another tip right there, listeners. If you are brand new and you're thinking about it, even if you do the individual plan, go through Rakuten. Get a little money back.
0: Hmm. We should put our Rakuten uh, links in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, it's like every little bit helps. Mm-hmm. So um, I can talk just briefly about 1Password 8 on the iPhone if you want to hit me up with questions and I can try to answer them. Do you have any concerns about it? Like have you – how far have you gotten with it? Have you even downloaded it yet? No. Okay. It does look very different. It's very, you know, web UI looking. When I first opened it up, there's there's these um, little cards that scroll across the top that you have to like read it. And then X out of it. Okay, I read that. Okay, I read that. Okay, you know, it kind of guides same, you through a little. It, it sounds the same as the Mac app. Mm-hmm. And then when you first open it up, like for me anyway, because like I said, I'm I'm managing a family plus other people, so I have a lot. I have a lot in one password. So it was very overwhelming for me in the beginning. Like I'd see all my kids, Like the it opens up to the favorite section, and the problem with me is. And I don't know if, if you experienced this too, but let's say, so, say for you, you know, you and your family and you're sharing stuff. Well, and I did things a little bit differently, like for, because my kids are little yet, well, they're not so little. I mean, I have teenagers now and that'll change over time. But since the time that they've been little and the way that I initially set it up, and I did this for my parents too, because I'm still kind of handholding, I created a shared vault for them. And because they're in the family, my kids... I didn't have to invite them as a guest because they're already family members, but they have a shared vault where I have set to be their default. So on their devices, when they create a new password, it gets saved directly to their shared vault. So I see all that stuff and I wish I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the answer to that would be, I should make them use their own private vault, and that would probably fix that problem. But in the beginning, when I first opened it up, I was really overwhelmed because I saw all my kids' favorites. You know, because it's alphabetized or I think it's sorted by alphabetically. And I was like, whoa, I don't want to see all this. I don't want to see all my kids' Minecrafts and their Roblox and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like I want to see my stuff. So what I ended up doing was if I just look at my family account and favorites, the first things that come up in, in the favorites is my kids' you know, gaming logins and stuff. And I don't want to see that. So what I did was I created a collection So that's something you might want to explore. I don't know if you're going to really have a need for it. But in case you do, that is what I have found to be the answer is I created my own Melissa collection. And what is in there, you can specify which vaults. So all I did really was – and this might be like just a backwards way of doing things because that's how I roll. Um, I created a collection and I just put – I checked on just the vaults that I want to see. And I excluded my kids' vaults. So – Cause I don't need to see their stuff, you know, each and every day. I need to see my vault. I need to see my, my like work vault that I use that I keep separate for stuff. And I need to see the family vault that I created that I just share with my husband. And I need to see like maybe one other vault and that's it. Like I don't need to see the kids vaults every day. So when I do need to see them, then I switch back to the main family view. I guess you could say like this creates a different view, so that if you are listening and you have a lot of stuff in 1Password like I do, and if you're feeling like it's a bit overwhelming on your, I'll just call it a splash page. It's like, you know, the page that starts up when you open up the app. Um, in the I guess it's called a home page. Like at the bottom, there are four icons, just like there were in the old version. Home, items, search, and watchtower. Huh. My watchtower is like kind of scary because I have so many... Passwords in here, for from like over a decade, right? And so a lot of them are really bad. <laughs> it makes my overall. It's almost like looking like it's it's like you're looking at your FICO score. Yeah, in a way you know, mine's horrible. Yeah, mine's <laughs> mine's weak. Yeah, and that's see, what mine is showing. And I'm like I'm such a competitive person. Like when it comes to myself, like I wanna I wanna do better. I wanna do better. I wanna I wanna improve my score. But a lot of that score is dependent upon my family members and their crappy passwords. <laughs> Yeah, but a lot of these, I was looking at this yesterday, I was, you know,
1: 135 reused passwords. Some of them are from the same websites. Mm -hmm. And some of them, if you're just doing, say, I don't know, maybe some of our pins, like four digits, like, like, some of them are uh, like, say, an online cookbook, where Mm -hmm. you download recipes, and you put password as your password, Mm -hmm. who cares, right? You know, like, you don't need K three question mark You know you don't need anything like that. Right then ninety nine. I've got um, if someone hacks nine, your cookbook. You know and they steal your recipe. Like oh like uh, ooh ooh. You know I hope you cook the better than I do. <laughs> you know I'll cook. You know then they've got like the listing for inactive two factor authentication mm-hmm. where you should have it and you don't and right. weak it's passwords and like I never and, got
0: around to it.
1: Yeah, and compromised. And like this one says expiring. Like what are those? Expiring, expiring is pretty
0: handy, actually, because I have some things They're, in there. Like, Those use, are my passports. Yeah.
1: Those are my old passports mm-hmm. that did
0: expire. Right. And and
1: my AAA card, which is coming up, mm-hmm.
0: it says, hey, your AAA card's coming. Yeah, yeah send, send it, to it to me. I could see how that could be handy. I have six expired things. So I got to go in there and either. But then I have to decide what I want to do with them. Like, OK, well, those are some old logins, but I don't want to get rid of them because I might need them for something else some other time. So. And they do give you the option to share your score. You can. Oh, really? it out. It's like, oh no. Why would
1: I do? Why would I
0: do that? That's a little little virtual uh, little <laughs> virtue signaling there. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe if I if I get this cleaned up at some time, then maybe I'll say, yeah, I could do it. You can do it too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it's it's um the text is I. From from my perspective, working with with vintage people out in the field, I don't know how well they're gonna like this because I will tell you the text, the font that they use is very light. It's it's not there's not a lot of contrast, and I'm not sure how well that's gonna be received. So if anything, I, I wish they would make it a little bit bolder, a little bit easier on the eyes, a little bit more contrast. That that would be my little nitpicks there, just just from the people that I work with. Um, but that that would be my recommendation is to make collections if you get overwhelmed, and that helps sif- simplify the process. Once I did that, things got, you know, a lot better. And I also need to, you know, maybe just always keep it on the search tab. You know, these little icons that are at the bottom. They're technically called tabs. Um, or, you know, keep it – just pick one, pick one page that you always keep it open to just so you keep it consistent. Most of the time, I just – I'm searching for something. I don't bother – That's what I do too things. You
1: know? That's what my husband does. I've watched him go to a website like, I need help with something and I'll say, Okay, log in and he's going all the way through. He's scrolling, he's scrolling, Mm. I'm like Mm-mm. Go to search, type it in, and mm-hmm. then I get, then he gives me the hairy eyeball, you know, because he doesn't want me to
0: tell him and he gets mad mm-hmm. at me when yep. I'm telling him how to make it easier on himself. <laughs> I just had this happen. I have to share this. With my husband, he doesn't listen to my podcast, it's fine. <laughs> but just the other day we were doing we were doing online shopping and I kept watching him. I kept watching him delete, like, say we were on the, the website for Walmart, and he's looking up, you know, gluten-free bread or something, and, like, you know, types in that, finds it, and then he goes back up to the search bar, and instead of, this is what I would do, press Command-A, that highlights everything, and I just start typing the next search term. He goes and he presses the backspace key, press, 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 and he like deletes every character, and then he starts typing his new search term. And it was driving me crazy. I just sat there. I was like, "Don't say anything. Don't say anything. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna get the hairy eyeball. You're gonna get the hairy eyeball. Don't do it. Don't do it." And I couldn't help myself. I was like, um, "Can I give you a suggestion? <laughs> what? <laughs> Copy. Like, can and you try case. this? You know, try this." I said, "Press Command A, and then just start typing your new your new search term." And he tried it a couple times, but he had to like really, you know, strain because he he is a Mac person. Otherwise, I wouldn't have married him. But <laughs> he has to use a Windows machine for school, so he's been he's been beaten, <laughs> he's been beaten down, and reformed, I guess you could say. So he kind of has lost the, the the Mac skills that he had, you know, as far as keyboard navigation, muscle memory. That's that's what it is. I should just say muscle memory and be nice. Anyway, uh, so he tried it a couple times. You know, it was a little little bit of a learning curve. And I said, see, I said, isn't that more efficient? And he agreed. And he kept trying to do it. But then here's what happened. This, twice it happened, twice in a row. And then he gave up. He went to press command A, but he thought he had some muscle memory confidence and didn't and pressed command Q mm. and quit the app, quit quit the Safari browser. And then he was like, you know, "Chris, swear word, swear word, swear word. And then why did you, <laughs> why, did you why did you, meddle? <laughs> and he had to relaunch it and go back to the shopping cart you know i was like well you know we always because we shop at three different places to gather all of our stuff and you know we have been going in but lately it's been easier to just do pickups and so i say well open up a tab for this store and then open up a tab for this store and open up a tab for this store because like you you know we like to do price comparisons like well let's you know check what the price is here and see where's the better place to get it and that was frustrating him like he didn't understand the whole like you know I mean he does it all the time like he works with multiple tabs he has like 100 tabs open for his job normally but in safari i guess it just like threw him for a loop or something so yeah yeah Yeah. my husband
1: can do that as long as it's all sports tabs ah okay he's you know know how to do it i'll go to his computer for something and i'm like okay he's got espn open
0: he's got his fantasy football open and he's got the (laughs) nfl.com open it's like okay when it's something that they understand and something that they want to do, it's fine. But if you try to gently suggest that they do it this way in your environment, oh yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's and like then, when you He said you're making me nervous because I'm like sitting there. He's like, you're making me nervous, and so you know, because he kept pressing Command Q. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I I'm think one time I said,
1: one time I said to him, hit Command P to print. Uh huh. I thought his brains were going to explode <laughs> because he has to go to file print right, right, and the, right. I'm like and I'm just I'm just sitting there it's just hard, hard like, like, like you said like, bite the tongue bite, yeah. The, yeah, tongue, yeah. bite mm-hmm. the tongue bite the tongue
0: don't say it don't do it don't do it if you want to keep your marriage don't do it <laughs> <laughs> so that's so this has turned into the, the, the marital yeah. advice marriage portion yeah, of marriage counseling <laughs> don't give your husband shortcuts just don't do it
1: we've been together oh my gosh how many years has it been now 40
0: 44 years so <laughs> then, then again that's we're in it for love. the long haul we're in if, it for the long haul if you want to test your marriage go ahead and give your husband some some shortcut advice on on the computer and see what <laughs> happens and if he doesn't get mad at you and he doesn't threaten divorce then then he's probably a keeper
1: yeah i said after 44 years we're not going anywhere
0: <laughs> well i don't know that's pretty much what i had we just wanted to kind yeah. of kick the tires on 1password 8 and, and see how we felt about it um yeah, I was a little concerned. Of course, you know, change is difficult for anybody, but you know, let alone us being geeks, usually we embrace it and, and I usually do. And and I'll I'll try different things. And at first when I first installed it like, Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna like this but now I like it. It's it's fine. It there's just a, a little bit of a little 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 bit of a learning curve and then you figure it out and then it's like oh I forget what the old version looked like that's why I wanted to open password 7
1: yesterday because as soon as I saw num- you know as soon as I saw a password 1 password 8 it's like 7 just completely left my memory mm-hmm. and that's why I wanted to look at it because it does, like you said it with the iOS app it has a total not totally but it has a different
0: look yeah it's definitely like a more web UI feel is what i Well
1: that's because the app my understanding is the app is not really a quote unquote app anymore mm-hmm. it's more like a web browser wrapped like an app so yeah there
0: was a lot of people were talking about that and there was a term for it and i can't it, remember what it was was it
1: ajax time. or think, was it yeah
0: i think it, you was, might be it right. was
1: yeah it was something i can't remember specifically yeah but there right. was it was a certain name to it
0: yeah and a lot of a lot of people that were you know early on in the process were like oh we don't like this because then it's like a web browser and it's not a real application. So I was wondering how that was going to shake out. I mean, what do you think so far? Does it feel like a web app or does it seem like, no, I mean, like what, to, happens, what happens when you don't have an internet connection? You know, all your stuff is cached locally, right? You don't have to be always online to be able to use 1Password 8. I, I don't know. I haven't. Try okay, that. Okay, well when we're done recording,
1: try that. I, said, I'm not I, can't tur- it, I, I can't turn off my Wi-Fi right now or you will right. be gone.
0: So <laughs> that's one thing we can't do live. No, I can't imagine that they would do that. That would be really, really dumb. And they're and they're really smart people at OnePassword, so. Yeah. so I'm looking I'm looking
1: at the... Okay, let me see if there's anything here. I'm just
0: looking at I don't think it's an actual web browser. I don't quite understand. It's some kind of architecture thing, like how it's been coded. And I think the reasoning was because they wanted to make it really snappy. They wanted to make it really responsive, like really, really quick, which is what you want. I'm just looking in the forums to see if anyone's talking about
1: the... um, one password came with press okay, this isn't it okay. I'm just looking to see i don't know, I'm not seeing anything really you know just looking through this really quick about anyone complaining about the browser or the um the extension in Safari
0: I'm not seeing anything yeah, right now. That's still my big question that's looming over. What happens? Yeah, to- I could be looking in the wrong
1: section of the forum, which I'm not going to do right now. Hmm.
0: Um, you know, it definitely is cleaner in the iOS version. Um, but I don't. Again, I don't know if that that's better because, like I said, I think it lacks a little bit of contrast. And I, mm-hmm. I wish I could put my finger on it, but I know that there's been things where, in the One Password Seven app, I've actually gone in and disabled some features because I didn't like the way that it was. It, like, for example, when you're logging into something online, there's a conflict between the browser extension versus the thing that shows up in the actual field. And that kept getting in my way and it was driving me up the wall. And I had to disable something. But now I can't remember what it was okay. that I disabled.
1: Here is somebody. September I think it was 15th. in show Inline menu is what I check and uncheck. Safari extension does not appear to work with the latest version of Safari. So this person is having the same problem that, uh-huh. that, that I was having. Uh-huh. And then someone from 1Password said, sorry, it's not behaving. Um, I'd like to ask you if you see an app called 1Password for Safari in your device's application folder. If not, you can download it here. You can then open your Safari preference under extensions, make sure 1Password for Safari is the only 1Password checked. Okay, mine's not there. It says you can. Okay, otherwise, if you don't see, so let me open this. It says there's another place I can go. If you don't see, one password is turned on. Huh? Choose view. Okay, we're doing this live, people. Okay, so <laughs> it says to add one password icon to the toolbar in Safari. Choose view customize toolbar. Drag one password in. Okay, so oh, that's the difference. Okay,
0: I wanna I wanna view
1: customize toolbar, and there is no one password. So
0: <laughs> so it's still not showing up. Yeah, so it's not even in there anymore. So Mm -hmm. that doesn't work. I have a question for you in the 1Password 8 app in the Preferences. Okay. Okay. So 1Password 8 app, go to Preferences Browsers.
1: Okay, Preferences Browsers... Okay. So
0: in seven, it starts out with extension helper, always keep one password extension helper running required if mm-hmm. you use, ah, required if you use one password in Safari and other web browsers. So a mind that's checked. Do you have that option? No. Under okay. browser. Now this is
1: very pastel looking. You know, I, I remember that it had all those different tabs across the top, mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Now That's it goes down the side. Like oh. it says general and it's blue and appearance is pink and security is yellow. Interesting. And browser, it says connect with one password in the browser. When you connect the one password app and browser extension, it makes it easier to unlock and fill your passwords. So then I check that and then it says get one password for your browser. So when I click on that, it brings me to support at one and then you can choose from Chrome,
0: Firefox. Yes, I see that. Safari. Safari. Chrome I'm not sure what Edge these other two. Brave. Okay. And wow, that takes you to the instructions you were just talking about, how you customize the right. right? And then yeah. when you click on the one for Safari, it brings you to the Mac App Store. Mm. Mm. So that doesn't help. Okay, so go back to 1Password 8, Preferences, Browsers. Um, next, they're so just comparing seven to eight. The next thing down in mine, on yours is probably going to be on the left. Safari, there's three checkboxes. The no, first there's one, no Safari.
1: Oh, really? It says advanced. Th- th- there's a line. It says general appearance security privacy browser. And then there's a separator line. Advanced developer about. Okay. So, the advanced has things like show debugging tools, keep item detail windows on top, install auto- ap- updates automatically, send diagnostics if I was having a conversation with somebody. Then developer is use the SSH agent. Then there's biometric unlock. And then the about is just the,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, But what does it say
0: browsers? Only get one password for your browser. That's it. That's it. Wow. So, in... One Password Seven, like I, I read you the extension helper. Then the next thing down, this is what was tripping me up. Safari, it says show inline menu in Safari, which means that so if I'm on a website where I'm going to log in, so for example, if I'm I'm at OnePassword.com, the password field, if I have that box checked, it means that if I click in the field it's gonna show me a drop down where I can select from my passwords. It's gonna automatically show me that list. If I uncheck that box, and I just leave the box so check that says show inline menu in Safari, but I don't have automatically show inline menu when selecting a field, or I don't have um, privacy.com integration selected, it means that I have to actually click the little one password icon and then the drop, the drop box will appear the drop-down menu will appear where I can select. I prefer that because that's what was getting in my way. And I wonder what that behavior is going to look like in One Password Eight for the browser fill-in. That drop-down menu was always there, regardless of whether I clicked. As soon as I got to something where a field was presented, or if I just even so much as like hovered near it or something, it was like it was already there. It was already popped out for me, and that mm-hmm. was driving me crazy, especially when. You're creating – if you're on a form field where it's asking you to enter a password that you have to generate, I can't stand it when it, it does the automatically generate password because I like to generate the password and one password first. Because a right. lot of and- times when you're creating an account, there's very specific yes. parameters or like a, yep. a very specific recipe that you have to use. And I like to go – into one password first, click the little password generator, and then set those parameters based on what the the website instructions are. If it gives it to you, if you're lucky, and generate my password that way versus just having the browser generate something. It it's you know most likely not going to meet those parameters. So I don't like it when it's constantly popping up there like that. Mm-hmm. And I wonder oh, that might be oh that might be a Safari thing though. That's probably I wonder. That might be under Safari preferences. Probably under, I did see it somewhere, autofill. Autofill web forms, user names and passwords. I don't think it's that one. It's not passwords, I don't think. detect compromise passwords. Yeah, that's there's, there's nothing that I can really see so far that can turn off automatically generating a password. That really irritates me. I would like to be able to turn that off. I don't see it just yet. Not in the places where I'd expect it to anyway, but I've already clicked through all of them. I did mm-hmm. uncheck in Safari Preferences autofill web forms. I unchecked Usernames and passwords because I don't want to be using anything but one password. Mm -hmm. So, anyhow, I think that's, I mean, that pretty much exhausts my list and questions. I'm sure as soon as we sign off, I'll think of something else.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, I only installed this yesterday, so I haven't really had a whole lot of time
0: to really play with it. And neither one of us has upgraded to iOS 6 just yet. I'm itching to do it, or sixteen. Oh wow!
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going on vacation in a couple of weeks, and I
0: don't like to upgrade. Yeah.
1: You know, right before I go, because I'm even though I'm not using my phone, I'm going on a cruise, you know, if all goes well, even though I keep my phone in airplane mode, I still need my phone. Uh, I've got you got documents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got certain documents for all the different beaches that we've already made reservations for. And and we talked about this last year when I went on a cruise, you use your phone through the Royal Caribbean app to look at the menu Mm -hmm. every night for dinner. They don't give you menus anymore that they will if you speak a different language. Or um, maybe the phone is too small for your eyesight. They do mm-hmm. have menus. But otherwise, you do everything through the phone. So you put so, it in,
0: in airplane mode. Does that mean that the app already downloads everything onto your phone? You really don't it's need internet? The,
1: it's the Ro- because I'm using the Royal Caribbean app, I can access the Royal Caribbean Wi-Fi oh. for anything within the ship. Aha. Uh-huh. Interesting. So I can look at the menu. I can see what the different entertainment is. If I knew that there's going to be, um, you know, a singer in the bar tonight, I can find out what time. I can't use it, though, to text somebody. It's supposed to be that you can text somebody, but that never works.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: And I don't pay for Wi-Fi. And, you know, I could pay for Wi-Fi. And where we're going, I think, has Wi-Fi at the beaches, but I'm on vacation. Mm -hmm. I don't want to
0: know right
1: <laughs> You're i to be off the don't grid. want to know i mean when we were in cozumel i found out tom petty died i was mm-hmm. devastated you know it's like i don't want to know mm-hmm. I, I i just give me six days of just leave me alone whatever goes grid. on whatever's <laughs> going on in the world is going on in the world i'll find out about it when i come home i want to grow up to be just like you yeah i, I just <laughs> i decided nope not gonna do it I don't know how to do that yet. Yeah. Well, two of our friends, they pay pay for Wi-Fi. And Mm -hmm. and they want to know. And they're always on Facebook and Mm blah, blah, blah. And they'll go, oh, did you know such and such? I'm like, no, don't care. Don't care. (laughs) Don't (laughs) want to know. I am worshiping the sun right now. Leave me alone. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Tune in. Turn off. Drop out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, Melissa, if people have other questions about one password or have their own tips and tricks with one password.
0: How would they get in touch with us? We have a variety of ways. We have the old school email, which is podcast at geekiestshowever You can also go to our website geekiestshowever com and you can click the contact tab and and make sure that that works. Sometimes I wonder if it works. Hello, is this thing on? They'll yeah, really. Off for us, if you will. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> click, click. Yeah. Uh, you can tweet at us. You can use at geekiest show on Twitter mm-hmm. get a hold mm-hmm. of us that way and I think we have a couple of other ways.
1: Yeah if you want to contact us individually I am at Elisa Paselli one Melissa is at the Mac Mommy or the Mac Mommy the Mac Mommy.com if you want to you know, take a peek at the entire website so I think that is it we want to thank you so much for listening we'll be back in a couple of weeks and until then please stay safe we <laughs>